Howdy all of you out there in radio listening land. I'm Fred Kerbobbinschnob, and I am the host of this special Dusty and Rusty Show special. He's Rusty. And he's not. And this is the Dusty and Rusty Show special. You know, them boys been at this podcast thing for about nine months now. In that time, Funkin' Flats has seen over ten people come to visit after hearing they show. Another five or so showed up at Carrot Ridge wanting to see that elevator over there. All because the fame of them Fard Sniffer twins is spreading around. Wait a minute, where is there an elevator in Pumpkin Flats? Yeah, Carrot Ridge, they got one. Really? It don't go nowhere. It, it It's just a one-story building. It don't go nowhere, but they got them in the elevator. That's pretty interesting that they would have that. Well, you know George Titweiler over there? Yeah, I know George. Yeah, yeah, well, he found it a yard sale one time and then stuck it in his building over there. People come from miles and miles around to ascend in his elevator. It don't go nowhere. Huh. Well, I mean, you know, it's not... It's kind of boring over there. It's kind of bored? It's kind of boring over there. Oh, well, yeah, I imagine if you don't go up and down, that's half the fun of being in an elevator. I was in one in Kansas City once. It went up like 20 floors. Was you at the top of the building? Oh, no, there was like 20 more floors to go. I didn't want to get up that high. Thought I'd get dizzy and pass out. Now, these tourists traveled a whole 10 minutes south of the interstate and spent some real money down here because of them boys' show. So, as a thank you, we town folk thought we'd send the boys out on a free two-day vacation fishing, a fishing trip down the Osage River. And while they's away, we want to take a look at the best and worst moments of the Dusty and Rusty show. Besides that, they weren't going to let us use the equipment if they was here. Now, for the very first show... They wanted to have a guest, but they weren't no one around here wanting to do that. So they decided that Dusty could be the guest and show off his gummy bear collection. Well, that was almost a disaster since it was August and hot, and Dusty went and left a box full of gummy bears in the truck. He was real sad about it. Yeah, you got to say hi. Hi. All right. As you can tell, he's a little bit nervous because this is our very first show. But he is the star of this show because I'll tell you what. We're going to talk to Dusty about his gummy bear collection. Or we would be talking about it, except there's already a hitch in the plans, Dusty. Did you know you left the baggage in the hot front seat of my truck and they all melted? And look at this big globby mess here. Don't blame me, Rusty. I'm in mourning now. I dug out my tools. I got my clay tools here. I can can help get some of these. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people what it used to look like, at least a little bit here. And I'll I'll commence to getting some of this gummy stuff cut away here. Well, about two two years ago, I, I started a gummy bear collection because I'd find ones that look like different celebrities. 
and and Elvis. Different celebrities like uh, like Elvis. Okay. Yeah, I see a sideburn floating there. All right, I'll just cut that out for you. But I was doing that. Is this his sunglasses? Yes. Well, what's this? Uh, this is like a fedora hat and a bull whip. Indiana. You mean to tell me that you had a gummy bear that was all dressed up like Indiana Jones? Yeah, he's my favorite. Ain't this cute? A little pair of boxing gloves and a pair of boxing shorts. Now, ain't that something? That that was Rocky. That was Rocky. Well, let me guess. He's, he's my favorite. She did a good job on the gloves and all. But what I can't feature now, Dusty, maybe you can answer this and uh, tell our listening audience all about it. We're talking about Rocky, a prize fighter, a boxer who's in like muscle on top of muscle. Still, Sylvester Stallone played the part, right? He's muscular dude, right? Uh-huh. And then you got these gummy bears. They look like little fat teddy bears with poochy stomachs. Now, how how in heck is this boxing gloves and shorts on a gummy bear with a protruding stomach supposed to look right? We use bubble gum to fill in the holes. We gave him muscles with bubble gum. Oh, all righty. But being the troopers they are, they managed to get through it. That's also when the boys met that cocky, cocky roach they nicknamed Rocky. What's this? Well, this one's kind of wiggling. Here, take a closer look. Oh, that's just a cocky roach. A cocky roach? Oh! He did that to throw Well, what was I supposed to do with him? He was wriggling around now. Catch him or something. Okay, here I go. Ow! Dusty? He's staring up at me with these really sad eyes. I don't think he wants to go. I think he likes it here. He's a cocky roach. We can't keep him. We can if we names him. I think I'm going to call him Rocky the Cocky Cocky Roach. Because he's been cocky to you sticking his tongue out and raising his middle finger. Dusty weren't too fond of Rocky at first. How far did your little buddy there get on cleaning the stuff up? Uh, he's about halfway done. He can't he can't eat that much gummy beer because uh, it kind of upsets his stomach, I think. But he's willing to do it, so. I guess it ain't costing nothing, is it? Well, I don't think Cocky Roaches use that much money, so no. You don't have to pay me. He's just a friend of mine. I think he's willing to do it to try and make amends because you two don't get along too well. I hate that little thing. Well, there you go. See, that's that's not going to help. I mean, he's doing you a favor. You got to try and do him a favor. Just just be nice to him. I ain't killed him yet, have I? Well, that's that's nice of you. Yeah, Rusty. Huh? What does a cocky roach need a swimming pool for? Well, Dusty... Maybe if you stop and think about it, you might come to the conclusion that the cocky roach might need a pool so they can swim in it. And maybe even have a barbecue. I mean, I can make a little barbecue set for him and they can go ahead and barbecue too. I mean, cocky roaches gotta have fun too. Uh Uh-huh. But he warmed up to them eventually, just about the time they found out Rocky wasn't a he. She was a she. Hey, Rusty. Uh Uh-huh. What's all them little cocky roaches doing running around your little condo down there? Well, I, I guess I might as well break it to you now since it's uh, it's almost all done. Now, you, you remember Rocky, right? Yeah, he's your pet favorite cocky roach. Yeah, but 
the the problem is it as it turns out he ain't a he he a she so i done renamed her to roxy roxy the cocky cocky roach okay and uh and a couple of weeks ago she she met a feller named fred and uh apparently uh they was keeping each other warm at night and uh well she had about 75 kids 75 kids what are we gonna do with all them yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody out there in podcast land, this here's Rusty. If you have burning questions and need a modern-day oracle, you're in the right place because Dinky's Magic Spitball Machine will help you answer the questions like, should I eat the rest of that sandwich I left out overnight? And is it safe to swim in Old Man Pritchard's Pond? So if you got these burning questions that is really bugging you, I'll give you the link in the description. Now remember, this is for entertainment purposes only. I mean, come on, how's an app really going to know the answers to your questions? The boys was always looking for guests to interview on the show but since they was just starting out they had a hard time with it but they did the best they could dusty you you you, you said this uh this next guest uh who don't seem to talk very much but he he gave us a business card and he's a uh a, a what he's a man a man so he goes that's what it says right here on his business card. so he goes around exploding and stuff or does he like dig out gold no if if, if... <laughs> If you look at it, it says M-I-M-E. Oh, mime. I don't know what that is, but he must be a pretty good one if he got a business card. Well, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, what's, what's his name? Uh, Marcel Bubba Leclerc. So tell us a little bit about what it's like being a mime. What's he doing, Rusty? Uh, I, I don't know. It looks like he's playing a violin. I, that's what I thought, but... So it's like... Being sad. I can't tell if he's playing a sad song or he's playing a hoedown. I can't either. Bubba, can you talk? He just nodded his head, yeah. So, uh, Bubba, why don't why don't you just go ahead and talk to us? I mean, you're here for an interview, right? He's nodding his head, yes. Uh-huh. Okay, well, then uh, what is it that you do? Uh, what's he doing there? He looked like he was up against a wall. But it looks like he's in an acrylic box or something. Look at that. He's touching all the walls, working around. And uh, Bubba, there's no, there's no box there. He just said there was. You mean these real movie stars? Well, they're they're sons of movie stars. Their dad was actually dads were actually the movie stars. Oh, oh okay. So we'll find out what kind of movies are. But anyway. Uh, one of them's named, uh, let's see, Bobby Carlon, and the other one is Paul Lifttruck. I think I hear to them. Well, yeah, I, I think they've they've done some charity work. Well, what, what was their Paul's name? Does you know? I, I don't know. Oh, they just call him Pappy. Somebody here. Oh, I, I, it might be them. Oh. Well, isn't that a fitting? Creaky door sound. Oh. Yep, that's Sam Dusty. Uh, okay, okay. Bring him in, bring him in. We we got the studio set up for him. But you all know that we are not the famous person our dads were. We ain't famous. We ain't famous a bit, but we uh, we have a lot of knowledge and we would like to share it on this Halloween occasion. Yes, 
I got a question about that there, uh, Bobby, because uh, you got a kind of weird, weird way of speaking for these parts. I mean, you sound like us, but you don't. Well, of course I sound like you, but I don't. I come from these parts. I grew up here, and I love fishing. That's all you need to know. He's hiding something, Rusty. That's what I think. Maybe he's that Russian spy that they, they've been looking for. Uh, it don't sound Russian to me. He sounds more like, uh... Scandinavian or something. And what you think about me, you dumb redneck? Hey, don't you be talking about my brother that way. He was talking about you, wasn't he? Well, why not? You're both, you're both rednecks. <laughs> you're not cultured like Paul and I. We done learned how to talk a different sort of talk just so that we could impress the ladies. Oh, sure. I bet you impressed the ladies. You and your white complexion and your black suit. And you, Shorty, are you talking to me? Yeah, he's talking to you. Yeah, I'm a talking to you. Yeah, I think these things. What do you think? I think they are too. Gentlemen, I appreciate your coming here, but I think you're fakes. Well, that's it for this week. Next week, we'll cover some more of the best and the worst of Dusty and Rusty. I'm Fred Schnob signing off. And he's not. And this, this has been the Dusty and Rusty, Rusty Show. Show. Special.